is Monday, June 8th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Kieran McCauley, Zach Rothenberger, a little duo box tonight. It's tough. Chad's gonna be he's he's working tonight. It's gonna be this gonna be tough. We might uh we might not get him as much on the show anymore. This is like this is this is actually a pretty sad moment. Yeah, it is. You know, I guess it's just uh, the old dynamic duo tag team. Yeah, we'll get you know, we'll get so it far. Yeah. We'll get it. he's like a relief pitcher then at this point. He's gonna come in and close it down for us when we need it, right? That's right. He comes in, he saves the day, you know, he picks up after us, you know, because we need to be picked up a lot. So yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> yeah. Especially it's funny, I feel like these Monday shows, you know, this actually we should give ourselves a round of applause. This is the first time I think in the last month we haven't started late on a yeah. Monday. I feel like we're I feel like we're always late. <laughs> Oh, I know. It's a good feeling, you know, being on time. We're being punctual today. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. So I got water, but I'll cheers to it, I guess. You know, it's so. funny that I actually, that's what I'm going. Hey, going with mature Mondays, right? We're on time. We're drinking water. Oh, like, mature Mondays. Love it. There we go. Look at that. For all the people <laughs> out there in the D.A.R.E. program, they love that. Um, all right. So, <laughs> remember that uh, the back in the days. All right. But I'll tell you, all right. So there's been, uh, there's, there's been some, there's been some headlines, obviously, over the weekend. Um, I'll tell you, I'll let you kick it off though, Zach. A little clickbait cleanup. To you know, get get us get us warmed up a little bit into the week. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my clickbait is uh, Floyd Mayweather calling uh, calling Conor McGregor out. Um, McGregor retired over the weekend over Twitter, and Floyd Mayweather, who has been retired since 2017, um, comes out of nowhere and uh, and run, is running his mouth like he he always does pretty much, and basically <laughs> challenges him and and kind of says like, hey, you know, I thought you told Mike Tyson you were gonna. You were gonna, you could beat me if we fought a second time, but whenever you want to come out of retire, retirement, let me know and I'll, and I'll punish you or, or something like that. It's just like, not only is Floyd Mayweather a championship boxer, he's a championship mouth runner. So like, this doesn't surprise me, but it's like, he's just trying to, to make himself relevant again. because he's well, just, I, So he, he beat his ass in that fight. You know, what was that? A year and a half ago, two years ago about? Oh, that um, was like, that was like three years ago. It was that yeah. long ago? It was three? Yeah, because he retired in 2017. I think he beat him like in 2017. I mean, he kicked his ass. And I was going to say, like, but that to that point, I feel like I know what you mean with, like, Mayweather. It's like he definitely just kind of crawled out of the woodwork for that. Like, he wouldn't have just made, you know, obviously, like, him retiring. Now he's like, oh, now you want to fight? Like, I thought we were going to fight. Like, it's just like you weren't going to fight him again. Yeah, exactly. I, I think he just wants to, to like, make everyone, like, remind everybody that he beat him fairly well back in 2017. So I think he's just trying to make himself relevant again. It's just it's kind of pathetic. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I that's the thing. I here's he's always been an interesting guy i know he's great and like you're obviously more in the, the in tune with the fighting circuits than i am zach but like from everything i you know i hear i read like right he's revered as like one of the best boxers of all time probably the best defensive boxer of all time right like but oh, yeah. it seems like no one like he plays the villain yeah right? he does and, and it's a shame because he's literally one of the best like you say he's one of the best defensive and technical boxers like of our lifetime and we always get this villain side of him that comes out. And it's just, it's just, he doesn't need to do that to solidify his excellence. And it's just, it's a shame that he, I mean, he's just trying to, you know, he's all about the money and he's all about stirring the pot. So he's probably trying to just poke a little fire and, you know, stir up, you know, something crazy. Some crazy well, that's, why, that's why it's clickbait, right? That's why it's clickbait. So don't read into it. It's more than likely not going to happen. So now <laughs> let me ask you, so with McGregor, you think he's going to come back? Yeah. 100%. Like, yeah, like, I mean, like, is, is this almost like two clickbaits in one? Like, like it really one? is. It was hard not to loop, like, kind of put these two together because this is the third, this is the third time in four years that McGregor's retired. 
the third time in four I feel like years. he's like the person, like the guy like continuously gets married like every other year, like divorce, married, divorce, married, divorce, married. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. It's it's like you date someone for a month and then you you get engaged, like you just don't think it through all the way or like get to, you don't experience the four seasons with the person before you, you <laughs> marry them, you know? So it's like, yeah, that, that it seems to be the case with him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's only 31. He's only well, 31. I was going to say, why is he pulling like a Brett Favre here and just like, you know, on again, off again, retiring? I personally don't know. I think it could also be because, like, yeah, he dominated Donald Cerrone in his last fight, like with with their shoulder. You know, you, you saw that. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty quickly in in a devastating fashion, but he said he was getting bored with the, the game. It wasn't exciting him as much anymore. And I just thought that was that was interesting because Dana White basically guaranteed him a shot at the lightweight title after the Khabib uh, Gaethje fight. So it's like, what's boring? You have a title. You're in line for a title shot. But so he just retired with all that on the line. He retired with all that on the line. He's still in his prime. He's 31. <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, unless, it's not unless... a good look for that sport either, right? When they're trying to gain an audience, like it's just like right when one of the more marketable guys just is like on again, off again, retiring because like that doesn't that doesn't turn you on if you're not a fan, right? Like if you are a fan already, right, you might talk about it. And people like us that just like love all like sports and can talk pretty much about like anything related to sports, like, right, we'll, we'll chew on it. But at the same point, like the common person like that, that Dana White's trying to get it, like they're trying to get into MMA. And you talked about this back pre-Twitch, like back when we were doing like the podcasting, you know, <laughs> recordings and stuff on, on, on SoundCloud. Yeah. But I remember you mentioned like, that there's actually kind of a misconception with MMA. Like it really isn't as like much of like a barbaric sport. There's a lot of class, a lot of mm-hmm. like sportsmanship outside of it. And then you just have a couple clowns, not clowns. That's not the right word I want to use, but right. You yeah. have a, a bunch of bad apples. Uh, yeah. Not, I'm like trying to think of like what, like clowns kind of the word I want to use. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, they're just trying to get everyone's attention with their mannerisms and like whatnot. Like, and it's kind of like what, what uh, McGregor does. So it's like, right. I mean, to me, I just feel like that's not a good look for the sport. If but like, I don't know. Hey, yeah. it's up Dev 104. How are we hey, doing tonight? What's going on? Um, but right, Zach? Yeah, no, you're right. And especially because, like, like you just said yourself, the common fan, when they hear Conor McGregor's fighting, they're more than likely going to buy that pay-per-view because Conor McGregor's a big personality, big name. He was a two-time – he was a two-class uh, champion at one point. He's a huge – he's one of the best fighters of all time probably in the UFC. And it's just like you see him go away that early. It's like, why? And Dana White even said that he had no heads up that he was retiring. So – Hopefully it's not something serious, like on a personal side for, for McGregor and he doesn't need like help or like something like that, but it's just, it's, it's shocking. And if everything's good on his end, like, I don't see this being the last time he retires. But. Yeah. I mean, that's that. Yeah. That's the thing I was going to say. Is he going to come back? You think? I think he will for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He will. All right. Well, so, all right, let me, speaking of coming back, so like this is, this is my clickbait. I, I can't take it. And we're going to get into some football stuff. So real quick, anyone just joining us uh, on, t- on the, the chat, um, by the way, it's, it's probably Devono for we can't like it I'm horrible be. reading the different usernames on like I, I feel horrible. Like I yeah, it could be I'm, Devin E, Dev One, Devone, Devone. But we love you. So yeah. absolutely. And we I love what you said. Got the chat going on a Monday here. So but to that point, um, you know, Zach, I can't I can't take with with all the football stuff going on, how like they're trying so much to get articles out with like mm. not even fantasy football, but it's like it's like um yeah, I'll just pull up the article. So it's like these, these these articles have been pissing me off a lot lately. Like these these redrafts, that's literally oh, when it's yeah. like I have nothing to do at all. So we're gonna make this article something. Like that's what this is, and I I, I personally just don't like them. 
Right, look at this. So we got Patrick Mahomes in the Bengals uniform. We got, uh, let's see, we got Aaron Donald looking good in uh, some Dolphins teal. And then uh, Lamar Jackson's alliance. That would be horrible for me. I was a Packers fan, but yeah, right. Uh, right. Okay. So like it, oh, and it's Devin. All right. It's Devin. Devin. Thanks, Devin. Got it. There we go. Perfect. Well, it took us, we, we, we fouled off a few pitches there, but we finally, we got it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but no, I mean, to that point with, with the NFL, just like I said, I can't take how much, uh, like it just doesn't, it's, what would you accomplish from that? Right, like, what's the point of me reading that? Oh, how about that? The Packers could have got Ron Gronkowski, like, or Robin. I can't, know what, I can't talk today. I don't know what's wrong with me. I got a case of the Mondays myself. I need a little yeah. mojo. Um, <laughs> but no, right? I mean, to that point, it's like, like best case scenario, I just sit there and be like, oh, what could have been? Worst case scenario, I'm like, oh, thank God he's not alive. Like, but I don't gain anything. It's a waste of my time. I don't yeah. like. It doesn't educate you. I mean. The only thing is if you're someone that loves to like do the draft and like you want to like go back in time and be like, oh, this team notoriously doesn't pick well. There were multiple times they could have had all these guys, but they didn't have them. Like that's about it. Yeah, but like it gets you nowhere. Like it doesn't do anything for right, you. Like, there's you know? no substance. Not to mention that even if you did draft it that way, who's to say if those guys would have had as much of a career? But it's good of a career. They would have kept them around. What if they had traded them? You know, so it's like it's that's the way I look at it. Yeah, exactly. And uh um, like I think they said for the Giants, it was Deshaun Watson would have been the pick, and I'm like, all right, well, again, it's irrelevant, so cool. it's fake. <laughs> yeah, it's like nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, so I, you know, I, it's just it's the ultimate clickbait. It's not like it's not even a bait to click. It's just like, hey, I have absolutely nothing to do. Like, and this is what we're. It's almost like you go to the cafeteria and you're like, oh, you're cooking garbage today. And they're like, well, that's all we got. And it's like, all right, pass. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's like, what color are we painting the wall today? Oh, cool. You know, like, <laughs> right. Yeah. But I'll tell you, all right, let's, let's, we got a good show tonight. You know, we'll get, we'll get kicked off. So I'll tell you, with, um, it's kind of funny. I feel like this next segment kind of blurs our two clickbaits in together, my football chatter and, and your Conor McGregor retirement chatter. Mm-hmm. So, right. Okay. We were thinking about it. Like, I mean, this, like you were saying, this Conor McGregor, like on again, off again, retiring things been, it's a bit vexing um and bizarre so to that point we started talking about like well there's i feel like there's been some some strange to put it mildly there's definitely been a lot of strange retirements uh out of of left fields probably a better word because like right like some so right let's go off of i'm trying to think because like we didn't really talk too much about like variables in this right like we're not talking about like someone that like broke their neck or something like that right and they can't play anymore it's like right someone making the press conference and saying i'm retiring you're like whoa yeah. Like really? Like now? Like mm-hmm. just that? Whatever that I just did. That was that's kind of I think what we're trying to get out of it. Just like that, the shock and the awe factor. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Do you want to kick it off? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. So mine is Andrew Luck. Um, yeah. Like throughout a lot of his career, he battled injuries, but not to the point where I thought he was gonna just gonna pull the strings and, and retire when he was 29 years old and he was still probably one of the top, arguably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. And he has, he has a strong team around him in the Colts. Um, good coach, good good organization and everything. You know, it's it was unfortunate. I mean, this guy, he was a, he was a Maxwell Award winner, a four-time Pro Bowler. I mean, he led, I believe, and it was 2014, I think, when he led the NFL in touchdown passes. Um, he was in the league for seven seasons but played for six. I think he missed. It was the 2016 or 17 season due to injury. Um, it's just – it was a shame because he, a lot of talent and I get where he's come from because he doesn't want to have to deal with, you know, the restrictions and the possibility of continuously getting hurt. So I get it. It was just like, I remember that day. It was, it was shocking because I remember watching good morning football and they were like, hi, they showed him riding a bike and how jacked he was and like in, in football shape. And 
I'm like, wow, this guy, he's ready to go. Yeah, like, and like Frank Wright looked like obviously like I still think he's a great coach, but like everyone's yeah. like, yo, they're about to hit their stride and probably win the South. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, yeah, exactly, and because that division is pretty wide open. I mean, even with the Texans and the Titans, that division is not really like the most competitive of all of the bunch, and they were pretty much the front runner there. Um, and him plus he was a 2018 comeback of the year player, I believe, and yeah. Uh, so he has it in him to kind of to recover and get back out there, get back out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just a shame. It was sad seeing him go, you know, leaving the league, but it was probably, I guess, best for him. So like I said, yeah, even though he had his injuries, it was def- I was shocked when he made the announcement. It was, it was surprising. Well, you know, I think what's so unique looking back on it, it's funny. Cause I, like my first reaction, I, there's some other things, but my first reaction was, I thought like, well, in the moment, I, yeah, I just was like, I thought it was a joke, but but looking yeah. back on it now, I think what's so unique about it is you're going to probably see more players do that. I, in a weird way, mm-hmm. I, I actually give him credit for walking away because, like you said, he still wants to play with his kids, wants to have his body intact. Like, and he and smart guy, right? Like, and he's got a lot going for him. And I think it kind of proves that like there's there is another life outside of sports, and not that I'm, like trying to be like that boy mm-hmm. scout and be like, oh, you know, there's there's always crawling you know, or go to class, like you know. But no, I'm just saying like it's. It was refreshing, I think, to see someone say, I get most like the the norm or the popular opinion would be for me to kind of run my body into the ground, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to keep playing or not keep playing, I should say. Like, right. Like now. What I thought was a little strange was when it happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Like because it, it's almost like one of those things where That's it's true. like you're playing cards. Right. I'm not necessarily saying like, OK, you, you fold with like a jack 10 off suit. OK, it's like, OK. You know, like makes, I guess, like I mean, we just saw how the play, the, the, the hand would have played out. So he did. He saw the flop. You know, he saw, you know, we're you know, cards start turned over. And it's like right at the river, he's like, now nah, I fold after someone like checked. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, like, you gotta, you gotta see it out now. Like, you can't like just retire. I mean, who yeah. am I to say that? Right. I mean, if, if Andrew Luck was one of the three people watching the show and he was sitting there being like, well, who the hell are you to, to and I, and, right. Like, there's some validity to that. But at the same yeah. point, I just feel like, it's just a weird time. Like, yeah. And, and I think he did it in August too, like middle of preseason. Yeah, it, was, it was like right before the season started. It was like what the second, third preseason game. Yeah. It was the second or third preseason. So it's like, like you're saying, it's just horrible, horrible timing. I mean, you know, the other day he's got to think about himself and what's best for him. It was just kind of that added to the surprise factor. Cause it's like, think about it. how many people probably had their fantasy drafts at that point and probably drafted Andrew Luck. Like, right. <laughs> Devin thinks he's a wimp. Yeah. You chat. Hey, I mean, I don't know how hard those hits are, so I can't comment if he's a wimp or not. But, uh, but yeah, it, it sucks, though. It did suck seeing a guy walk away like that with that it, talent. Exactly. I think, and right, is selfishly to say this as a fan, it's like, right, you want to see more of it. Like, you want to see more of that talent. Yeah. And you feel like you said it, it just sucks to see it go away because of an injury or something it's like a, that. It's similar to Luke Keekley. I think Luke Keekley was a couple years older, maybe, or the same age. I'm not, I don't, I don't remember, but that's another one that was actually, I didn't even have that on my list. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, that you have that great talent, intelligent guy, and, and he's intelligent, I guess, off the field, looking out for his body and his his future. So, and, and let me ask you this: so, the, I'm not trying to like harp on like the whole like like every move Andrew Luck's done around the Colts since then, but like mm-hmm. I have seen, I feel like you've seen this too that there's been like coverage, tweets, dialogue around like how he's like still around the team though, like he'll still like watch practice, like and hang around the facility yeah, and stuff. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Like I'm not seeing like all the time. Like I see at that point, I can't comment, but enough to make the point on the show though. Right. Like it's not yeah. like it was like, Oh, he went over there once. Like 
It's like, right. I feel like if anything, it's probably synonymous to like MJ when he was just like, not like that way where they all knew he was going to, they were going to get back together, but you know what I mean? Just like around. So it's like, uh, to me, it's not even like, is that okay? Of course he's, it's fine. makes sense. It's like his family, it's his coworkers. You don't want this to happen basically. But at the same point, right. You do cast a pretty big shadow if you're Andrew Luck. And I'm not even just saying that from like a quarterback perspective, just from like your face of that team, right? Like, I mean, you were basically the guy after Peyton Manning. So, like, you know, to that point, it's like, I don't know if you can, like, hang around there. Because then it's just like, how can, like, the new regime – I mean, now at this point, I guess with Phillip Rivers, it's kind of more of a moot point with a, with a veteran like that. But you know what I mean? It's just like, was that weird? Like, or, I mean, like, basically now you heard that. What, is, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Yeah, I think that's strange because, like you said, he had such a huge impact. He was the face of the team. When you have someone with that power, that would be like if Brett Favre never – went to the Vikings if he would hang out at practices like every now and then for the Packers. Like that's yeah. weird. Like you feel like you have someone watching over your shoulder almost. I'm sure it was all like positive vibes. And he was giving feedback, but, but yeah, it's hard to move forward when you have. Oh yeah. He's a great like guy that. from everything I've heard. It's just, it's yeah. more like, but if, if that's the case, make him like an assistant quarterbacks coach or a quarterbacks coach or something. It's yeah. like if you were in a relationship and then you're just like, well, I still like talk to my ex. We're just, we're just friends. You're just kind of like the one before this. And you're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, so then, the, no, but so we're the, not going to get back together. It's like, yeah. Right. So, so then the new guy or girl in the relationship, you know, is is like Jacoby Brissett in this situation. It's like, oh, but you're not over him yet, like, right? You know, he's yeah. kind of been that. I feel like, you know, it's funny. Let's keep the analogy going of like a relationship. I mm-hmm. feel like Jacoby Brissett was like the rebound, <laughs> but like they were in such pain after the breakup that like they instantly want to jump in a relationship with the rebound too, and then. Immediately, we're like, wait, never mind. I'm so, so, so sorry. I didn't actually want to do that. After, like, I'm, I'm so sorry. My, I was not a good spot. Like, I didn't mean to hurt you. And now that's the rebound. percent. Like, it's like, come on in. We'll give you a contract too. And then they're like, we love you. Everyone loves you. So sign here. And then they're just like, all right, we need Phil. We need to draft uh, from. We need to. We need to get Phil Rivers. Like, yeah. it's and, like, and whoa. That's a good point about the two veteran tight ends who just recently. Re- recently retired Antonio Gates and Vernon, Vernon Davis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Antonio Gates, like my dad's a Chargers fan. So I grew up in like a half, like a you know, semi Chargers fan household. They're kind of the, one of my background uh, teams I root for as well. And you got ocean blue in your house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he was a massive target in the, in the, the red zone for, uh, for Phillip rivers. I mean, it, it, great guy, big, you know, Big body guy. Um, oh, Chad, big body, yeah. big hands, basketball yeah. frame. <laughs> yeah, surefire Hall of Famer, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, he was great, great team player too. I think when the Chargers even let, let him go, he ended up coming back, right, when, when Hunter Henry got hurt, they welcomed yeah. him back. And so that's, that speaks to the relationship and the type of guy that he is with the Chargers as well. Um, He's the type of guy that when you – like it really puts in perspective long careers. I feel like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, not to like yeah. on Andrew Luck, right. It's like, okay. Like he retires and it's just like, we said, was it 29? Yeah. He's 29. He okay. yeah. So it's like 20. Like, first of all, that's not that like 29 is not that young. It's not yeah, I mean, that, either, that, right? That'd be like me retiring though, or like us retiring, you know, almost. Could you imagine? That'd be nice. Yeah. Right. That'd be pretty sweet. And, uh, yeah, Vernon Davis. I mean, he was a killer for the 49ers. Um, oh, yeah, he killed Redskins the Redskins even. I mean, I almost, yeah. I almost thought about picking up Vernon Davis last year in fantasy. Yeah, like, yeah, I did too for a minute. Like, you just took a look. You saw what his numbers were. Yeah, took a peak. yeah, right. Took a yeah. peak, yeah. 
But no, those two are two great top tens probably in the history of the game. Oh yeah. At least, you know, especially in the last 20 years. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to bounce it out of the football circuits with mine. So I, but two, two sports kind of, and it's funny. Anyone who watches uh, the last dance, mm. um, Michael Jordan. There you go. Like, I mean, think about it, right? The greatest person to probably play a sport besides, you know, maybe like what Babe Ruth, Will Chamberlain, maybe in, in basketball. I know I'm biased. I always had that weird take, but to that point, nevertheless, right? Okay. Arguably the best player, basketball player ever. And he's just like, well, maybe like in his career, like I've been winning a good bit of rings. I've won three of them. Now I'm going to go play baseball. And you're like, what? <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he 30 or 31? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was 31. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> like, what do you mean you're going to go play baseball? Yeah. And, and like, the last dance really shed a lot of light on it. Now that we know his dad and the connection they had over baseball. Yeah. His dad passing. So like, we, I guess we kind of understand it now. Well, I think what's interesting is there's no guarantee that he was like going to be good at baseball. Like, right. Like there's this, especially for us that are a little bit late to the party kind of feel like in the story, it's like, it's one of those things where you can like, now it's like, there's a part of us that's like, um, Oh, there we go. What's up, Alex? How are we doing? Hey, Alex, what's going on? So we got, um, like I was saying to that point, it's like, it's one of those things where I feel like now looking back on a watch and MJ, you feel like, all right, yeah, like he was supposed to be great. Like, like, oh, like he would at least hang in there in baseball. It's really hard. <laughs> like everyone, yeah. like looking back on even like they talked about it, Terry Francona said it in the last dance, like, right. Like how much, like, how, like how much probably more difficult it is to what, hit learn how to hit a baseball and like to, to shoot a basketball well or something like that. Right. Like, so mm-hmm. it, to me, it's like, like we see it in space jam as kids and like, et cetera. But I'm like, Whoa, like the world would stop. if like that actually happened now. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. Just imagine LeBron James retiring to go try, try to play yeah, for like the Cleveland Indians. Five years ago, like, like he, like instead of him going to Cleveland, he was like, I think I'm actually going to go play football instead. And you're just like, Whoa, it's like, wait a second. I think the whole world would stop. That'd be wild. Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. He, he'd make a good tight end. And apparently the Cowboys were talking to him. At oh some point. yeah. Well, that's the clickbait. That's the T. But I'll tell you, and here's the thing, right? Like there's even a couple um, honorable mentions I had, right? Like you got the, the lion's crew is great. You know, you got, and, and, and for anyone just joined us. So we were talking about um, Conor McGregor announcing his, his retirement or one of his retirements, I guess his most recent one. So we're just talking about, athletes that that had a unique and um just one of those like eye eye raising kind of retirements right so like into that point right so i was look at the lion zach i feel i'm gonna not be a packers fan for a second just be normal like i feel so bad for lions fans in that regard like you got calvin johnson and barry sanders that are both just like eh i'm gonna leave and i was like no 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 no. you can't leave you're like you're the best like literally you are the best and like I can't do this. They suck. It's the Lions. Like, and I'm just like sitting there, just like, <laughs> yeah, you're loving it, Amir. Thank oh, you. They're so traumatized. It's not even like, oh, well, I'm gonna leave for two years and then come back and play for someone else. They're just like, I don't ever want to remember playing the sport ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and that's another thing. The Calvin Johnson. I mean, both of those guys were surprising. Calvin Johnson was literally the best wide receiver in the game. <laughs> you know, it's it's it kind of speaks to the organization. Unfortunately, I'm sure right, there's yeah, other personal mean, factors, obviously, but. No, I know that's the thing. It's like, and there's there's such a poorly ran organization. And and I had Brett Favre right as a Packers fan, the on again, off again retirement. Right, he was retiring, then he came back. I mean, there's I thought there's some really good ones. And then um, I had one for you actually too as a Giants fan. Tiki Barber, I thought was a little bit of an early one. Was that 06? 
Yeah, he retired right before they won the Super Bowl. That's the reason why I knew yeah. I was like trying to come off as like smart and be like, yeah. "That was 06, wasn't it?" Like, <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was he. He's definitely very bitter over that to this day. I guarantee he he makes comments here and there on all the Giants. Uh, well, that's what I heard. Yeah, it sounds like most fan Giants fan. I mean, obviously you can speak to it better as a Giants fan yourself, but like it sounds like there's a vendetta, a little bit of an axe to grind with him. I mean, me personally, like, I, yeah, I, I loved him when he was with us and everything. Um, he had a fumbling issue, and then he helped start holding the ball higher, and then he was all good. But those, those arm pads. Hey, I, I love Ahmad Bradshaw, Brandon Jacobs, and even Derek Ward. Earth, wind, and fire, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I mean, that was the triple header right there for me. And then the other thing, I thought you were going to talk about Michael Strahan, honestly, because he retired right after they won the Super Bowl that year. And he was I only thought like, he was kind of getting old though. I mean, because it's I feel like that's a tougher. Well, I guess right. I was about to say that, I think he was only thirty one or thirty. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. He was. Let's see if Alexa 30s. can get this one. There you go, Alexa. How old was Michael Strahan when he retired? Michael Strahan retired at thirty six. Oh, never mind. I am very. I'm extremely right. wrong. All right. I was gonna say. I thought it was old. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was towards yeah. the end. Of, like it was kind of like the Ray Lewis kind of feel against like the 49ers a little bit in that sense. Um, you know, I, I, I love this question Devin's asking. By the oh, way, oh yeah, you can you can take it, man. You're the, hey, this is Giants time. Well, you know it's fine. Take it, but we got this is a fun little teaser. So we got some good football talk actually for a little bit at the end of the show, not at the end of the show, like a little bit later on. Um, we're, we're basically we're doing uh we're calling the segment what for better or worse for better so or worse. We, so we're gonna take uh three teams on the NFC and three teams on the AFC side, uh. Look at the records from last year and then break down. Will they be better or worse than last year? But the Giants aren't on that list. So absolutely take it away, Zach. Yeah, I'll be quick. So I think it was the last seven games last season. Daniel Jones had 18 touchdowns and five interceptions. And towards the end of the season, I mean, not many people were watching their last couple of games, except for like a diehard Giants fan like me, obviously. And <laughs> there was an extreme amount of growth from week, um, what was it week three or week four to the end of the season with him. As far as turnovers, just the way he was seeing the seeing uh, the reading defenses, um, his athleticism just constantly improving. And I think you pair him with a Jason Garrett. He's I really think Daniel Jones is going to be a breakout player next season. You know, I'll really just do. Say, let's just do it. We'll let's scramble the show up a little bit. Let's do for better or worse early. Yeah, we might as well. We're yeah, that'd be talk. fun. Let's do it. Fun. All right. So like I said, so the segment's for better or worse. So we got three teams. So you want to do. I'll let you kind of navigate this, Zach. Do we go want to go AFC first, NFC? Do we want to go back and forth? You call it. Let's do AFC first. All right. So we're going to start with the AFC South, the Tennessee Titans. Mm. See, now this is interesting. So when we when the, the base and the 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 line, if you will, on this on this segment is when we pick the team, we go over the record from last year. Will they be better or will they be worse? So technically, like look at the Titans. It's like, okay, well, they went to the AFC championship game. That's not the point. Question is, will they be better than nine and seven this year? Um, you know, it's it's that's it's tough. They're a tough team to figure out. They're an enigma. They really are. It's hard to tell if this was like a a, a one hit wonder with them or if this is actually going to stick. And that was was really hard when I was trying to judge you know them for next season. What do you yeah. say? What who? What do you I'm, got them ranked? I got some notes. Go sounds funny. And, and Dev one or I can't even talk. I was best, I was trying to say Devin, and I just saw the one. See, I can't even look at me. Devin, yeah. I can't even be like, <laughs> oh, it's the end of the week. It's like, no, it's Monday. I just suck. Um, <laughs> no, but I. Uh, so oh, sorry. Say so that point. I root for the other team that lost the conference championship last year, the Packers. So, who got their ass kicked by the 49ers, Which you know. 
Yeah. So, we had, so, Packers, so lovingly loves to remind me every day. So we have um, the Packers, Giants, and Chad's an Eagles fan. And so Chad, have, yeah. So Chad's not on. He's an Eagles fan. Yeah. So we, we cover the NFC in a pretty good little, you know, little way. Diverse group. Yeah. yeah. Diverse group. Solid fan bases all around. Yeah. And Alex is out on the West Coast in San Francisco. They got, uh, or I think it's the San Fran area, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? I believe. I'm not, not, right. Not we were watching sure, this yeah. show. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. uh, I know it was out. So, so they got the California teams locked down for us. And by the way, check out their show. So it's, 10 o'clock Pacific time, Monday through Friday. You can check them out. Or Great 7 stuff. o'clock Pacific, 10 yeah. Eastern time. Yeah, 10 o'clock Eastern time, 7 o'clock Pacific. Check them out. It's it's like it's always to keep the party going. You That's know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you always start off with some living room sports talk, then head over to the uh, the real uh, real Alex uh, rain show. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So to that point, so looking at for better or worse. Uh, oh, so South Carolina. I don't know why I thought, I don't know why I thought it was North. All right, so you, well, you know, it's funny. So you're going to love this. So one of the teams – all right, we'll get. We're gonna go back and forth. So you're. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm getting ahead of myself. So with the Titans, real quick. So, right. It's you're in a murky spot. You're not. I don't even know if it's. I hate to be that guy, but it's not a fun spot to be in when mm-hmm. someone sits you down. And they're like, "Well, your future rides on how Ryan Tannehill does." And like, <laughs> yeah. I will say, I think they did. A, they they were smart in locking him down, and Derrick Henry, I believe, was a franchise tag. So yeah, I agree. At least they but keep even, those two together. It's it's an interesting, um, it's an it, it's an interesting thought process, right? Because I think to myself, they got a good de- like they they're they're built to win. They got a good coach. I like Mike Vrabel a lot. They got I mean they got a great running back. Their line's pretty good, and they they can play defense. Like so that's that's a that's a start, mm-hmm. right? Like and then you move forward. It's like okay, well like that's that's a tough team to like. They look good in the playoffs. Like, let's remember, they went to New England, one, to Baltimore, one, went mm-hmm. to Arrowhead, grabbed the lead. Like, that's, and I know, like, right, I'm, I was, but like, I think they could be better than nine and seven. I think they could definitely be a 10 and six or better team. Now, I don't know if yeah. they're going to kind of have that, like, they, they kind of started firing on all cylinders, but they looked scary as hell last year. So it's like, can they build off that? I think so. Yeah. No, I, yeah, think, I think so. They remind me a lot of uh, not to refer back to the Giants a lot, but they reminded me of us when we made our our run. Yeah, we, we went a little farther than them, obviously, and then the next year I think we followed up with the ten and six season. So definitely doable. Oh yeah, um, especially in that division. I mean, the Texans I think are going to take a little bit of a nosedive this year. The they Jags, the Jags, I think. Oh, they're a, aimless. They're just walking aimlessly. They they suck. Yeah, I think they're. Are a they in London? Of, are they in Jacksonville? Like where are they? Like, right? Are they are they are they in a Twitter battle with their team with their players? I'm not sure. They might be. That's a mess. That yeah. really is a mess. I think the only team that might bounce back is the is the Colts doing a little something. But yeah. I like. I think the Colts. Are the team and I know you're a Philip Rivers guy. Yeah, I love Philip Rivers. I think the Colts are the team in that division, but the, the Titans are are right there. I think they're I think they're better. That's my my rating. I think they're going to go nine and seven or better. They recently Alex, signed. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say Alex has a great point too. I mean, like Tan, you're just asking Tannehill to throw for like 200 yards, yeah. a little bit over that. Yeah, and he does in a weird way, and I get it, right? Like I'm not like like trying to overstate the obvious, but right. Like he does, he does really well in a role where it's like, we just need you to not suck. Yeah. Like ever just don't just suck. The, like yeah. just be the Alex Smith. Like, and that's not yeah. Alex Smith. Just be like a, just be the guy who's not going to be too risky with the ball. Like just be, just be clean. That's all it is. Minimal See, turnovers. Yeah. It's an appealing quarterback too, because I'm not, I really am not trying to be biased or, or even per, per se, I would rather have Tannehill over. I was going to say Kirk cousins. The thing about like someone like Kirk cousins mm-hmm. is it's up Lauren. We got her on the chat too. So nice. that point, like, I think we got like, it's one of those things uh, with Kirk cousins. It's one of those things where you're going to get a better game, but you're going to get a worse one. You know what I mean? Like with Tannehill, it's like, you hope 
if you're on the Titans, you're like, we just just stay the like you said, Alex Smith is the is the role mm-hmm. model of that. And it's funny, I they're you know we're gonna kind of allude to them in a second, but also so what do you think? You think the, the Titans be better than nine and seven or worse? I think better, but I think I think like ten and six is their is their peak, just because they the Colts in that division are gonna be tough. The Texans are gonna take a dive, I think, but they're still gonna be a tough team to beat. And also, yeah, and um, because what we did too is we picked the team from each division, so we can do it. Uh, what Devin was saying in the chat too. Why don't we do a little? We'll do a little, little, little pick your pick your division when we with it. So look, all right, so AFC South Titans, Colts. I feel like are the kind of two teams we like. Um, who are you going with? I'm taking the Colts. I, I just I'm going with the Titans. Up. Actually, the Titans will win that right. division. Yeah, okay. I think they're going to build off of that. There you go. Yeah, and we'll and we'll get into more deeper dive analysis, you know, prior to the season, but. We're talking June football. It's I'm taking the Colts. Here's summer nights, team. summer night takes. You got to, right. you know. Right. Um, hey, hey, we're talking football though on a Monday night. So gotta love that. Nice. So nice. Monday night football. That's Monday right. night football chat. Right. I love right. it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So to that part, all right, let's let's move it over to the NFC for a second. Let's go to the NFC West. So at that yeah. point, we're doing a little Southern California action, uh, Frog. So we're actually the team we're stabbing at uh, on that side is the Rams. Mm-hmm. The LA Rams, they were nine and seven last year, which like it, honestly, if you probably said to me what your, what was the record, I would have actually guessed ten and six. But and they were like the oddball out, but I go so nine and seven. Um, they don't have any draft picks for like half a decade. Uh, they kind of replenished that a little bit, but to that point, they had to like go pretty much all their weapons. It seemed like except what Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Like yeah, I mean, Cooks is gone. Um, Gurley's, Gurley's gone. gone. But they drafted Cam Akers, and Cam Akers is a solid running back out of a Florida State. Whoa, hold on. Like you know, we got to back this up a second here. Hold on. Devin's a Texans fan. He thinks they're winning the AFC South. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Hey, I, the Texans are going to be tough. I just I just don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with with the Colts in the division. And uh, I just think yeah, our Bradley. I'm kind of with our Bradley. I don't know. But, I mean, Bill O'Brien, yeah. it's he, it, it reminds me of uh, – I don't know. It, you know what it reminds me of? It's like Cornwallis and, and the Patriot. It's like, we're going to keep <laughs> yeah. doing it this way. And everyone's like, you're, they're going to beat you though. Like you shouldn't do that. And he's like, no, no, I know what I'm doing. And it's just like, yeah, that's not work. But, I don't yeah. know. I just feel like, like if everybody in the room is like, yo, you shouldn't have given away Deshaun or uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I can't talk DeAndre Hopkins for free for Deshaun Watson. And everyone's like, that's not a good idea. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, David Johnson, and then you bring yeah David Johnson. I mean, yeah, David Johnson's starting to get the father time effect a little bit. He's not like super old, but he's he's kind of shown. He never had that year. Yeah, everyone's like, oh man, like I feel like he went from being like the sleeper guy to like the bus Mm -hmm. guy. Like there was never really any like, yo, David Johnson, let's go, except for like maybe a cup of coffee. Yeah, yeah, and then of course the following year after his sleeper year, I picked him like fifth overall, and uh, (laughs) and it didn't work out well. What's Alex saying? The Rams are going to so, be an enigma for the next few years when you consider their cap situation for the Texans. They have not been able to replace the D-hop. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Absolutely. Uh, Brandon uh, Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. I heard they might cut Stills because I feel like there, I heard there was some uh, – there's some issues with, I guess, like their cap situation with that. So they'll probably unload that salary. Cause I, mm. the reason I'm reading that is because everyone's like, that's a perfect match with Packers, but, um, <laughs> cause apparently we need a receiver so badly, but, um, yeah. but yeah, so no, it, it, it's an interesting group. It, I think here's the way I look at it. And I'm not trying to be that guy. I think you could talk a lot about the Texans, but what it really comes down to is, is Bill O'Brien like that smart. 
smart coach, smart GM. And I'm not saying he's not smart, but I'm saying like, is he good at, we just see more often than not these guys that want to sculpt their team in their own image. It does not work successfully. It doesn't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, he just always seems like he, he just lives in that world where they're either going to be nine and seven or 10 and six, but they're always going to be like the fourth wild card team playing at four fifteen on Saturday against the Bengals or like whoever, like whoever that wild card team is or the chargers or like, you know, like, the like Titans. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, yeah. yeah, exactly. The bills like last year, it's like, you know, yeah, it, it, they just got they can't they got to get over that hump. I think they will eventually, but I don't know after after the moves they made this offseason. But yeah, um, well, we'll see. And then, so right. the Rams, right? Yeah, so they went nine and seven. And to Alex's point, right? They're they're in, the, they're in a very weird spot with their cap. They mm-hmm. didn't have any draft picks. Yeah, like Jalen Ramsey needs to get paid. I think still. Yeah, I I just think they really I think they went all in to win. Mm-hmm. and it's just not going to work and now they're at the point where it's just like it's like it's almost like you're running as fast as you possibly can up a mountain like in mud if you will and like they hit that peaking point but they still never could they were still slipping just enough it's like ice or it's like ice let's use like an icy driveway mm-hmm. you work your way up the icy driveway or whatever or the, the hill or whatever and then it's like now they're starting to start slipping 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 like, like, like now mm-hmm. they're starting to slip down i feel like i feel like that was like they just lost their spot for a second and they slipped down yeah, our Bradley. I'm thrilled by the way about golf coming back this week. Oh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. and it's we're gonna have some talk about that tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah, we got, yeah. we're gonna do a little, little golf action tomorrow. Uh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, we no, also absolutely. need to do like a sidetrack open. We do. That's gonna happen too. Hopefully, when, it, when the world resumes 110, we can get something going. Yeah, definitely. A little yeah. Philadelphia area or something like that. It'd be great. Oh, yeah. Figure it out. Absolutely. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, no, the Rams. So. Yeah, they got and, and here's, a, here's a question mark for them too. Not to, I'll throw this at everybody yeah. in the chat. You, um, Jared Goff, mm-hmm. I like it's my he, him, and I'm, I'm not putting him in the Trubisky conversation, but like how interesting it is how like a year or two ago wasn't the whole narrative that everyone's like, see, honestly, the way you really need to do it, you just need to draft the quarterback that's pretty good, and then you just got to get everyone else around him and make sure that it's before he gets paid because you know that's gonna be kind of tough, and then we're just gonna build and build and build, like right. Like the Rams try to do it, and like the Bears, everyone's like, "Oh, they're gonna be set because they can just build around this quarterback." That's just all right. And it's like, it's like, wait a second. It's well, then you start over. Then you start spending on toys, mm-hmm. right? Like that's the thing. Like I, you start giving up draft picks to go win now, but you, in reality, you probably need to restock. You, you always need draft picks in the NFL. There's never a good idea. The worst idea you can do is to trade draft picks to win because it's never gonna be one guy that's set for each. Trust me, it will never just be one guy. The only way it works out is right if it's like a Hail Mary and some guy catches it in the Super Bowl wins. Like, right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, technically they never got him in that moment. But like to that point, the Rams have been, you know, right. I mean, they've been doing that a, a good bit. Yeah, and interesting. They- I was even going to say the Eagles have found a way to do that well without this is pre Carson Wentz getting paid, I guess, but like, like getting JJ for cheap. Like they did a good job of like finding that middle ground of and getting like good guys. Blunt too. Yeah, exactly. But not losing like all their, their their stock in that. They lose like a fifth round pick or a fourth round. I think they, they traded a fourth round pick for Jay Jai, right? Like so, you know, it's it's um, I don't know. So all right, let's look at the Rams. So we'll go nine and seven. What do you say? Better or worse? I hate to say it, but I'm saying worse. I think the division. I think like I'm as we all know, I'm high on the Cardinals this year. I think the Cardinals are going to go up. I think the Seahawks are always going to be tough. The 49ers are still going to be tough. Um, I just think the Rams are going to slowly start to decline a little bit. However, I'm huge with Cam Akers in their backfield. I, I really like him out of Florida State. Watched a lot of him in college and uh, – or playing college. And uh, I, I think he's a good fancy sleeper. 
But other than that, I think they're like an eight and eight, seven and nine team. I could see that. Now I'll tell you, let's go. Um, this is actually perfect. So we'll bounce over it. I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to go worse than nine and seven. So you guys have the AFC chat going or the AFC mm-hmm. East and going in the chat. And that's this is great. They like predicting this. This is awesome. So the Jets were the the, the second AFC team I had jotted down for the, the the three AFC and the three NFC. So for the like, so let's just look at the AFC East in general. And we'll use the I guess the Jets as the the centerpiece, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny because what who did you want? You wanted to do the Dolphins, didn't you today? And I and I said to you, I just said I felt like they're. Not too obvious. What were they? How many games did they win last year? Four or five? They were five and eleven last year. Five and eleven. Okay, so yeah. it's like okay, like I'm like, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? All right. Like, well, I think they still will be better, but I thought I don't know why I thought they were like three and thirteen or like four and twelve. But I was surprised too. They were five eleven. Yeah. I'm also kind of surprised the Jets somehow ended up at seven and nine. Seven and nine. Yeah. What? I thought they were like a three and thirteen. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Did the Dolphins win in Foxborough week seventeen? They did. Yeah, that was a weird game. Mm-hmm. That was a weird game. Uh, all right, let's just take a look. Also, we'll kind of roll this into to yeah. um, the AFCs because right, we'll, we'll kind of come at it from the angle of like the non-Patriots side of things, right? Because Tom Brady's gone. We kind of know that like the, the question mark with them is Stidham is the quarterback, but like mm-hmm. you know, Bill, you know, Belichick will get him fine. It obviously won't be the same thing as the Tom Brady effect, but like yeah. they'll go through some growing pains. I would imagine. I don't. And I'm not saying they might not win the division or whatever, but I'm more just saying that like. You know, yeah, they're, much, they're not going to be the same swaggy Patriots team. So, like to that point, I think right, like there's these three other suitors that are right for the taking. There's potential in the, in that division. Um, the Jets are not one of them, though. <laughs> I think I think Den- Denzel Mims is a, is a bust. I don't know why they took him in the first or was it or the second round. I'm with you, dude. I yeah. agree. He needs a like he's a, yeah he's a good size, all that good stuff. But like when you watch his tape, he's not. He's not a great fundamental receiver. He needs some. He needs a lot of coaching, and I don't know if they have time for that. And their only other receiver they have is Brashad uh, Perriman. They got in the offseason, which, which yeah, he was a decent third option in Tampa Bay. But how's he? Is he going to be the number one guy for the Jets? Like really? That'd be like Sterling Shepard being the guy for the Giants, and he's not meant to be a number one guy. And Sterling Shepard is better than Perryman. But and I'm just I'm not a part of the Adam Gase crew. No. You know? Yeah, and, it's not a I mean, fun crew to be in. Yeah, and like Makai Becton will be great on their offensive line. Yeah, absolutely. But are we even sold on him yet? Like, how many offensive linemen has there been that we've all been, oh, he's the guy, and then they turn out to be Eric Flowers? Like, you know. So my pep talk for the Jets, I, I might, I might, might not rip them as down and, and write them off as quickly as you might. But I, <laughs> at that point, I, I think um, a lot of that rides on if Sam Darnold is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, pre- like, like when I say, oh, he's got to be pretty – like, no, he's got to be, like, pretty damn good. Like, and he's got to, like, take them where it's like, whoa. Kind of like the Eagles effect a little bit with Carson Wentz, how, like, you know, he took over and wham, they really turned that way. I mean, people forget they almost had – it might have been – yeah, it was a decade. It was a decade since they had won a playoff game because not to bring up old memories, but I think 08 when they beat the – or, yeah, the, the – yeah? Yeah, because I know then they lost to the yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like not trying to do like Eagles bad memory history in the back of my head, but like they definitely lost that. Yeah, so it was um the last playoff game they had won was in 08. So like before that Falcons game, people don't really talk about that, but right because like, they went on that mm-hmm. run. But to that point, it's like you know you can. It just takes a quarterback to turn it around. And yeah, so it, Sam, he could right. Like what happens if they start winning a few games? They're four and two all of a sudden. It's like then it's like then all of a sudden it just it shakes the whole like Jets like stink off of them 
Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but this is the year that Darnold needs to step up after the whole um, mono thing last year. I mean, this is his his year. He's got to prove himself as a leader and as an NFL quarterback this year. Yeah, uh, Le- Le'Veon Bell, second year there, and they brought they brought in Frank Gore. You know, I'm a Frank Gore guy, so um, that's they, a good add too. Especially right because they they've got weapons now. They do. I mean, yeah. I mean, the wide receiver core is just what what concerns me the most, honestly. I think in the backfield they're set, but. You got to give Darnold some more weapons, in my opinion. And um, you know, in a crazy yeah. way, I actually think I might take them to be better at eight and eight. Really? Okay. Yeah, but all right. Let, 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 the one team we haven't talked about in the AFC East, and and uh, our Bradley threw it up for us, um, Ryan. Right. So you're saying um, the Bills, mm-hmm. Bills Mafia. That's now, Zach. That's your neck of the woods a little bit going up there. You've been to a game there. <laughs> I was, yeah, it was an experience. Let me tell you, uh, those, those fans are passionate. I'll say that arguably probably the most passionate I've ever experienced and I've experienced Philly fans, but, uh, yeah, it, it was quite an experience there. That's for sure. Great wings, by the way, highly recommend the wings. I need uh, to try them. Oh my God. I think it's Duff's was the name of the place. Really? Dude, we should, I'm oh, down yeah. to go. Hey, I'm always down for another trip, a trip. It's you gotta go. It's plain really? simple. Yeah. But as far as the football team, that's another quarterback. Josh Allen, he's got – I mean, he had a decent season last year, but he's still immature in some of his decision-making and some of the gunslinging. We saw that in the AFC, that that game against the Texans. It's like mm-hmm. – Yeah. And, and, like, those fans are actually – they're bought in. They are bought in to him. Like, I'm sitting there, and all the fans are, like, saying stuff I can't say on the show about how much they love Josh Allen. Like, you can use your – you know, think about it. <laughs> um, use, yeah, use that, uh, you know, use your imagination. imagination. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think this in reality, this is the Bills division to win. I think the Patriots aren't going to go down. The Patriots aren't going to go away lightly, though. Who's the backup of Buffalo? That's a great question. Alexa, what quarterbacks are on the Buffalo Bills right now? This might answer your question. The quarterbacks for the Buffalo Bills are Josh Allen, Matt Barkley, Davis Webb, and Jake Fromm. Oh, Jake Fromm. That's right. They drafted Jake Fromm. Wait, I thought I thought the Colts did. No, no, no. The Colts got uh, the guy from Jacob Eason from Washington. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, all so right. Needless to say, they're back. That's up a to- weird group behind him. They're back. So is Matt Barkley? Well, by the way, Alexa's is two for two tonight. Yeah, yeah that's those, are, those are two good facts. Uh, all right, so Barkley, Davis Webb, who you you know well as a Giants fan, I forgot he was still in the league. Um, yeah, I thought he was on the practice squad. And yeah, and then, okay, and it's. Who's the backup, Matt Barkley? It is Matt Barkley. Remember we saw him come into a game last year? It was not good. No. Yeah, so needless to say, Devin, their backup situation isn't too promising. Plus, <laughs> Farm somehow action. turns out to be, you know, something in the league, which who knows? I think he was a fourth or fifth round pick, so. But I'll say, who, if you just – I know that this is one of those, like, I feel like if there's one we're definitely going to get wrong, it's probably like these types of picks. But if you had to pick yeah. one person in the AFC, who are you taking to win it? I had to pick, you know, probably, probably the Bills. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I think the Dolphins are a playoff team, though. I think they're a wild card. Did the Patriots miss it? I think they might. I well, think they now, could. I assume they could just – oh, well, they might get the in with expanded, that last spot. Yeah. With the expanded playoffs, they could possibly be the seventh the seventh team. But, I don't know. There's a lot of other really good teams in the AFC, so it's hard to tell. Oh, and by the way, Devin, it's all good, man. We, we appreciate all the comments. We'll be back on tomorrow, too. So, if you want to check us out, we'll be back at 7 o'clock Eastern. Yeah, yeah, you too, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, this is great. The chat's been great tonight. You know, rolling along here. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, so we've looked at the AFC South, the AFC East, the NFC West. Uh, let's go over to the NFC East, Zach. 
your mm-hmm. neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to break down the city of brotherly love team. So Chad's not on, which is unfortunate because I would have loved obviously to get his take um, with the birds and, you know, but we got the chat on here rolling along. So this is an interesting one. So, okay. They went nine and seven last year. People kind of forget, right? Cause that, you know, once they, you know, they made the playoffs, they had a lot of injuries, but like, there was also some, some, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Eagles were not in a good, like, like, all right, I'll tell you, is this wrong to say the Eagles were at a real, like, they're not to once again, bring up bad memories, right? They're playing you guys. You're beating them in Philly. It just looks like they just lost to the Dolphins. And it's just like, I don't know what the hell's going on with them, but they're done. Like it's over. And then injuries, right? Then you guys got, you got Greg Ward Jr., Boston Scott, some of those guys step up. And, and I really truly believe this. I think what that showed me during that run was just how good of a coach Doug Peterson really is, right? But to that point, it also showed me, I'm like, well, then maybe there's some like, I don't know, cracks in the armor with, with, with like their starter, like, like an Alshon Jeffrey or whatever. All right. Okay. So, so they do turn the turnover, right? They lose guys like Nelson Aguilar, who I think was probably for the better that he's gone, like stuff like that. Um, but Zach, I think this is an interesting point to look at the Eagles because it's what I'm about to like what I'm about to break down with them. It's more I think that the division's about to get really, 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 really good. Um, yeah. but I think I but I think they're a really good football team too. So I I don't know where that leaves me. Yeah, and that's that's actually one of the points I, I was going to make as well. I think the, the Eagles are similar. Again, I, I, as, I this is a, not a knock on the Chargers, but I think the Eagles could very well be like a Chargers of last season, where they go, where they they're not going to go five and eleven. I'm not saying that, but where they'll lose games, where they lose games by less than a touchdown. They lose games in weird ways, or something. In like that. weird ways, yeah, exactly. And I think with like Kieran, like you just said, with the division getting better, the Giants are going to be better. The Redskins will probably be better. The Cowboys are going to be better, which. Is it maybe might not be saying much because I think I think first of all, I think three teams could come out. Excuse me, I think three teams could come out of the East. It's yeah, absolutely. That's it, definitely possible. And and keep in mind, the Eagles are playing. I have written down the 49ers, the Ravens, Steelers are a tough team to beat. I'm they're not one of the toughest teams, but they're never like they're never an easy win in my opinion. They come the, to us. I know that. Yeah, the Seahawks, the Packers, and the Saints. That's a gauntlet. Like those to me That's could tough. be games where you lose by. Plus your division, like you said, that's tough. Yeah. That's so, tough. yeah. So yeah. Nine and seven last year. I mean, the Eagles are good. Don't get me wrong. I think Rager, they, I think they hit on a, a diamond in the rough with Rager in the first round. I really do. So here's, what's interesting about that. Let me, I'm going to cut you off for a quick second with to that point. So they did. And what, like, this is what they're just the team. Where I just keep saying, like, I'm not sure what I think yet because to that point, right? Like I, I agree. I think it's an excellent pick getting Rieger because I mean I wanted the Packers to get him so like to that point I I love the pick they also basically said like you know like we're just going to kind of like blanket over and cover all this right like mm-hmm. and just draft a bunch of wide receivers and and Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah 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 and and you have to ask yourself the question all right well what like what else do you need right like now Dillard's taking over for Peters but that has to work there's not a ton of depth behind that line now. Um, their linebackers are a little bit of a question mark, but they usually – most fans would probably tell you, right, that their front seven's pretty just – their front seven's good enough in general that the linebackers are more a make-it-work foundation. But, like, there's just a lot of areas where I'm like, I don't know if I, like, would say you're strong there, like the secondary, per se, losing Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, they brought um, Darius Slay, but he's kind of hit or miss sometimes. Yeah, and, and I'm not – when I say this, I'm not by no means ripping that move or trying to come off as, like, the biased Packers fan, but I'm going to sit here and be like, yeah, what have the Lions won? Like, their defense is always pretty good, too. Like, 
Yeah. They don't win. Like, it's like, basically I'm saying like, okay, he's a quarterback. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and they could be great. Like, I guess I just see so many question marks, but I also, like I said, to that point, I think they got the best, and I'm sorry to say this to you, Zach, but I, I think, they, I think hands, hands down, head and shoulders, they have the best quarterback in Dennis East. Like, I don't, I don't think it's close. I think Carson Wentz is great. Yeah. Um, I also don't necessarily get the whole argument that he's injury prone mm-hmm. because I'm like, he doesn't know how to slide, but that doesn't right. That's, that's almost separate because the hit from clowning was dirty. Um, and also to that point, if he just slid better, it probably wouldn't happen. But like I said, dirty hit. And then, okay. So you had the back issues and then he obviously had the ACL. This is like, okay. So the ACL, once again, goes back to the non-sliding thing where he laid out and got crushed going into the end zone, trying to score. And then, right. And then I truly believe I'm like, I'm not a doctor, but at least from what you've seen, what you read, it sounds like for the most part that the, the, the thought was with his back was that he came back too early from the ACL and was trying to overcompensate in different areas of his body and got a stretch factor. So, I, I mean, I don't know. You and add that with, I, a, if you mix that in with the, with the Nick Foles cocktail, like that just, uh, then all of a sudden you're injury prone, which is, I, I don't think the case. No, I think he gets a bad rep. And uh, I think Doug Peterson is probably, and again, this come from a Giants fan. I think he's probably the best coach in the NFC East. Mike McCarthy has a great background, but he has to prove himself after his layout, after his, his one year, or you know, layoff and the new team now. So, it's Rivera, but so thing about well, first of all, technically they've all been to Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. You know, two have won it. Ron Rivera, you know, what was it? Did they go? Was it? Did they seriously go fifteen to one next year? Was it yeah. second year? It was the second year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then you look at look at the NFC North for example. Last two years, the NFC the the first year coach won the division. So like, look at Joe Judge. Like, I, I think you got good pedigree there. So it's like it's it's interesting. I can see three of those teams getting in and all of them being a pain in the ass, like because they've all been beating mm-hmm. up on each other, like a big east, like in March Madness or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to think. All right, so let's get back to it. Nine and seven, I guess is the question. Yeah. Nine and seven. And you yeah. think it's gonna be worse? I'm I'm thinking worse. I'm thinking eight and eight or seven and nine, just because of their schedule and the division getting better. And I think they're gonna lose a lot of close games. I think the same. It's so hard I, because, like, if you said to me, like, 10 and 6, I'm like, that's kind of – that's to, – to only have six, like, losses through that whole schedule between your division. Like, think of it, if you go 500 in your division, that's three. So, that means you really only – you're in the market to be able to lose three more of those games that you brought up. So, maybe – I mean, and then you said 8 and 8. I'm like, nah, they're not going to go 8 and 8. It's so tough. It's so I know, I know. They're – out of all the teams that's hard to predict, they really are tough to figure out because – They've looked so good and yet they've looked so bad, mm-hmm. right? Like they lose I saw, to the Dolphins and they lose to the Red, or they almost lose to the Redskins. I think you know last yeah. season it's like yeah, what? yeah, it's you know lose to the Lions, then go up and beat we the almost beat them. them. We almost beat like, them twice. <laughs> they lost to the Falcons, right? And it's like but, uh, then they uh, yeah, but I mean they uh, and then like, even then it's kind of like the end of the year. It's like oh, what about the Seahawks game? It's like yeah, that was weird. You lose Carson Wentz, like I don't know, like does it mm-hmm. count? Like you know, it's like it's weird. So I. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think they could be better than nine and seven. I think if you had to make me pick, get pushed off that, go ten and six or eight and eight. I go ten and six with them. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's take a look. So we got the West Coast, yeah, AFC yeah. West, yeah, the Chargers. Let's, let's stick it down in SoCal. Um, and Alex, if you're still watching, so this the the LA Chargers, yeah, yeah, keeping in the SoCal area. But all right, five, now, yeah. Zach, I I was shocked that they went five and eleven last year. I didn't realize they sucked that much. Yeah, well, they were they were a team. I think they won six or seven games by less than a touchdown. It's and and that's been like their mo. Like they, I think they were eleven and five or something around that that mark um, two years ago. Then they were five and eleven last year, 
all because of those heartbreaking close losses. Um, you know, they get they get their their guy of the future, Justin Herbert. They draft Kenneth Kenneth Murray, um, linebacker out of Oklahoma, who was a, a steal for them. They traded up to get him. I think it was for the twenty fourth pick. Um, yeah. They signed Chris Harris Jr. this offseason. They got your guy Brian Balaga and uh, Linville Joseph. Who I know J- Linville Joseph, you know, might be towards the end of his career, but he's still a big body inside, and he's got Joey Bosa and um, Melvin Ingram. Yeah, they got a great defense. Their defense, they were top six defense last year. Yeah, I mean, I saw and, them toss. And on offense, like and on offense yeah, on offense, you got Hunter Henry, um, Keenan Allen, uh, Mike Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson's even Mike good. Williams. Yeah, my, yeah, and Justin Jackson's even a good second running back for them. But I just feel like enough, nothing really worked last year for them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get they lost a lot of close games, but it was almost like. I mean, they had some weird games. Like the Bears won, they got lucky winning. And then like that Titans game, they somehow botched on like the one yard line. Like they had some really strange games, but I feel like they always do. So like, we can't sit here and be like, oh, the Eagles have a really tough, tough division. I think the Broncos are going to be better. I mm-hmm. think the, obviously the Chiefs are great. Like, and, and the Raiders are just, you know, they'll be tough, but they're not bad. They're not yeah. great, but they're not horrible. They're not that bad of a team. Trust me. Like they, they, that's like they're kind of like there's wow i is this i'm getting a case of the junes june football where i'm like this team's good zach and that mm-hmm. team's good and that team's good too okay they all can't make the playoffs but to that point i don't know i feel like that's another like i'm getting excited here it's like my eyes are getting bigger than my stomach i feel like evaluating these teams but like i think it's gonna be tough sledding for them yeah no don't and it will be for sure i the Broncos, I'm not fully sold on just yet, especially in, again, I'm not trying to knock Pat Shermer on every show. I'm sure the over-under on that was probably 10, and it's already crushed. But Pat Shermer, I'm not sold on. Um, it's always a good problem having too many weapons on offense, but they have a ton of weapons on offense. It's like, how do you get everyone – like, in the draft, they drafted so many wide receivers when they already have decent ones, and they could have probably addressed other needs. Um yeah, Broncos will probably be deep. They'll probably be better. But when I say better, they'll probably be like a eight and eight. But we're talking Just about the Chargers, not the Broncos. So and I, it depends a lot. I mean, right, like Banjo second year. I don't know. And we'll I always see. wonder like, when maybe when other teams are going to start figuring the Chiefs out. I know that's got to happen, right? Like, could this year teams? Maybe I don't know. Start figuring Patrick Mahomes is really, 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 really good at playing football. <laughs> really good. I mean, like, but too, like he's. Like I sit there, I'm like, whoa! Like he's are they really the next good. Patriots? Probably, maybe. Yeah, but here's what's interesting though about that. Like, they're gonna find out how hard it is to win Super Bowls, though. Moving That's forward, right. right? A lot of teams, a lot of quarterbacks, Rodgers, Breeze, even a little bit with with the Saints, Wilson with the Seahawks, right? Like they all won one. Mm-hmm. It's tough to win another one. It really is, and especially and you can attest to this. Like I'm not trying to be like uh, like. I don't think I'm being mean by saying Eli's not as good as any of those guys that's reeled off, right? But you guys, he's won more Super Bowls because the teams were better. Right. Defenses yeah. were better. Play calling was better. They won more games. They got hotter. It's like, it's really, to be so my point is I'm saying like with the Chiefs, it's like, yeah, you can have Patrick Mahomes. He's great. But like, what happens if you play that one team that just for whatever reason just gets off the field every play on third down, like the Giants did back mm-hmm. in the day in 2011? Or like, right? Like that's the Titans, like you said a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just a matter of finding that cohesiveness and just plowing through and like you know just getting on that tear. I, I think the Chargers are better better this year than five and eleven. 
Um, they gave us a pretty low floor to work with. I know they're going to be better. Strictly they because they give us low floor. Strictly because they have so much talent, and I think Anthony Lynn's a great coach, personally. I agree, and I think like, and their defense is really, 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 really sound. Mm-hmm. Like you can't. It's almost hard to 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 walk into another five and eleven record. I think, and like you said, they it's not like they lost all eleven of those games. They just didn't win them, if that makes sense. Like right, they just didn't. Yeah. They didn't close it at the very end. Yeah, and I just remember they were twelve and four the year before going five and eleven because they were tied with the Chiefs, if you remember. And the Chargers yeah. got that fifth spot in the playoffs. They got because of a tiebreaker. And then they went and beat the Ravens in that first playoff game. Exactly. So personally, that was a bad game. Yeah, this re-aired that. I was like, why are you re-airing this? <laughs> personally, I think the Chargers could be. Um, the team right below the Chiefs in that division. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I could see I it. 10, I think they could go ten and six. And then I'll to look. Uh, I'll I'll say they go seven and nine or better. Like that's All my right. low ceiling, but so I'll just say I, I think they'll be better than five and eleven. Um, here's another interesting one though. The Bears at eight and eight. I couldn't believe they went eight and eight last year. It's great, isn't it? There's <laughs> a minute like their season. Like I'm sorry, I know I'm so biased, the Packers fan, but it's like. They had that spot where it's like you start off like a little bit behind the eight ball, like the first two weeks of the season. They really should have lost that second game of the Broncos. It was a miracle that they won. But anyway, um, right. Like they had, they had the weird loss to the Chargers. Uh, they lost the Raiders in London, which was a weird game. And it's like now all of a sudden now they're on their heels. But then they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We can win a couple of games. And it's like they beat the Lions twice, like once with David Blau, maybe twice with David Blau starting. I think definitely once. Um Right. And like all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're playing the Packers first week of December. And if we win that and we win out and they lose out like the next three games, like we're in. It's just like, so they did just enough to like make it like not even in, like that's the best part. Wasn't it wasn't interesting, but it's enough to screw up like your draft position, like a, a, a good bit. So it's just oh, like yeah. eight and eight. What What is eight and eight? That's literally like being the eight and nine seed in the NBA. It's great. Like, so <laughs> you yeah. hate the team. So, yeah. so I, so let's obviously write the, the the quarterbacks, Nick Foles, Trubisky are going to have an open competition. I just feel like most of those teams that have an open competition for their quarterback seem to never have a really good season. Like, you know, yeah, I agree. And nothing against Nick, Nick Foles. And he's a great person. He did great things for Philadelphia, but he doesn't play well anywhere else other than Philadelphia. So I don't know what the bears were thinking. He's not going to be your savior to take care of the Mitch Trubisky's. So yeah. Well, I just, don't think the bears are as good as, the Eagles were two years no, ago either, right? Not even like close. No. no, not even really close, in my opinion. And that's again, we always go back to the division. That's a tough division. The Lions have to turn around at some point, right? They were three scary. I'm telling you, I know it sounds weird. They're, they're going to be a good football team this year. I think the Lions are going to flip with the Bears. I think the Bears are going to go like four and twelve this year. Is, um, that, is Nagy going to get fired? Because I think they, it's it's possible. They've cleaned out. So they, they cleaned out a lot. Of, here's the, here's what's interesting about them. They have done a lot of changing, right? But like, dude, they they. Like sign Jimmy Graham. They're like, basically, we'll just take on that Packers contract. We'll take that. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, well, here's the thing. And they drafted Cole Komet out of Notre Dame, who's a great tight end out of Notre Dame. But that was like their fifth or sixth tight end on their roster. Yeah, like, they, and doing? they cut Trey Burton. And it's yeah. just their defense is not like what it was. They either. lost Leonard Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what they, was their big splash signing? Robert Quinn from the Cowboys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and recently, right. like what? I mean, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I, they're yeah, – I have them as worse. There's no way they're going eight and eight again. I hope they're just somewhere, but that would be perfect that that was the record again next year because then they can't get a quarterback with it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they'll be stuck in that purgatory where they still can't get. You gotta one. love the pur- the eight and eight, the snowman purgatory. Yeah, but I, I think worse. I think they'll be like a six and ten or well, no, I think they'll be four and twelve. Personally. Yeah, well, dude, Bobby, look how much football talk that took us. That was great. That's beautiful. That. Yeah. yeah. 
all the way up. Um, I'll tell you, you know, it's Monday. Let's get the vibes going. Let's get some good mojo, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Mojo Monday. I feel like it's a new segment we should do. I like that. Maybe do a little something positive, some motivation, and some kind of like encouragement on a Monday. You know, when yeah, we all... maybe even a betting line or something. No, whatever, whatever you want. Hey, maybe when we get around to that, when that's actually a thing on Monday night, say maybe. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Get those German soccer picks in, folks. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll tell you. Do you want to you kick it off? Yeah, let's do it. So the pa- the pandemic, and this is golf related. We're going with the PGA Tour here. It was a 90 what by the time the PGA resumes Thursday, it'll be a 91 day layoff of golf, no golf, no live golf for the PGA tour. So I saw I saw a statistic which which Karen's showing in a 91 day span in the year 2000, Tiger Woods won five events. These five events, these weren't the ABC Cup. We it was the memorial. The US Open, Open Championship, or known as the British Open, the PGA Championship. In the WGC Invitational. So let's think about this for a second. In a 91-day span, the length of this pandemic has been for golf, the, the break. Back in 2000, he won five PGA Tour events. That's so insane. that's roughly three months, just say. So there's there was probably 11 or 12 tour events in that span, and he won five of them. Three of them were majors. Three of them were majors. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. So just think about that for a second. Like – he was on a tear he was on a tear so if that doesn't get you you motivated on what you can do in 91 days whether it's starting a business or winning five yeah, golf yeah. Wins, you can do it i love that <laughs> so it's a little motivation there for you and quite honestly i was blown away when i saw that that's incredible oh my god just just kind of remember refreshes everyone's mind of just the greatness of tiger woods you know well, i'm hoping and I'm, I'll tell you, I'm hoping that maybe, well, as I take my mojo Monday, I'm hoping that baseball, you know, is inspired by by Tiger Woods because uh, and all that positivity. So and I'm kind of going with some good mojo, hoping. Uh, Carl Ravitch from ESPN tweeted out earlier today that you know the MLB made a proposal to the players. They'll get seventy percent, seventy five percent of the prorated salary. It will be, a, and they've been kicking around fifty games, one hundred fourteen. So they're sitting on seventy six games. Um, so playoff pool money. Uh, no draft pick compensation. The season would finish at the end of September, and the uh, postseason would end in October. So it sounds pretty much almost like they just basically pick it up right where it would be, um, for lack of a way to put it. But you know, Zach, it, it'd just be so nice just to have it back. You know? Yeah, I miss I miss just sitting at home like on, on a weeknight or just having a cold beer, watching a baseball game. I know. I you know. know. First innings action, if you will, or uh, or run. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I tweeted this out too off of that. Like that has to work, right? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I don't at this point, if they say no to this, it's 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 suicide for baseball because it just forget it. No one's gonna watch anymore. Yeah, because you're playing less than half of a season and you're getting paid three quarters the amount you normally would. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, what the hell? Yeah. Um, that's what speaking of following us and you know watching us ever again let's you know let's tell the people what they want to watch us ever again um you can check us out following us uh and subscribing to us on twitch right there you can see a little little demo video from back in the day um back when we were probably happy with sports going on but you can subscribe to us right there uh on our twitch page um and check us out on social media spotify and itunes uh, for the audio episodes and then if you want to get involved with the social media and some good stuff on there uh instagram twitter reddit uh, at underscore get sidetracked 
Twitch is, like I said, the channel is get underscore sidetrack and check us out on the website, www. Yeah, yeah, well, that was, see, I mean, it's like tripping over myself there at the end, www.get-sidetrack.com. So, all right, well, that's fun. That's a good little Monday, get, you know, get the vibes going. And we got some good stuff tomorrow too, because we didn't even get to all our stuff today. That's, that's how you gotta love that football chatter, you know? Oh, that's right. It takes a mind of its own. You know, it's good. It's always good to talk football. I miss was there any yeah. party that just like looked like I looked up and I'm like, wow, we like this, this segment just finished up the show. And it's just like, Oh, it, it, it's it, good it, though. It's, it, you know what I think got the juices flowing was when I got the email today that the commissioner in our Yahoo league, AKA you updated the settings for fantasy football. So oh, did actually, you get the email? Oh yeah. I redownloaded the app. I got a new phone. So I had to read. Oh, now we're talking. It was, it was great. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I better check my and then because if everyone's getting those alerts then didn't tell everyone yet be draft lottery time should we do that on the show Ooh, i think that'd be fun be actually like, like maybe like not at seven but maybe just some an off hour like over the weekend or, yeah 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 like, off well the only thing is everyone will get the alert though they're gonna be like what is this oh true we could do it we could do a draft edition of living room sports talk so you can, and just seeing all the agony and the excitement that comes out of us oh yeah good. we just get all the boxes up do a little zoom action that'd be fun everyone can relate to that who plays fantasy football oh so. yeah and we'll we'll have we should almost you know we'll do a segment like a the the league story of the week i mean the, the, like like either it's like someone that yeah. lost in a brutal fashion we should do that oh i love that a little five minute like a lot of therapy in. yeah oh yeah yeah i, like I love it we might just do two hour shows like mondays like after the nfl i think like, i'm gonna have to i have to um but also this is a great show tonight. so we'll be back on the air tomorrow at seven o'clock eastern time going over some like uh like zach you were saying earlier with uh with ryan uh, we'll talk a little bit about some golf coming back this weekend and right in the law talk about college football. Well, not football, but just college players in general. We love watching too. That's right. Yeah. So we got all that and some more great stuff uh, on the show tomorrow. So we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll see everyone in the living room right here tomorrow at seven o'clock. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>